Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today to chat about the Torrens University Sandful Under-18 Testing Day is Sandful Physical Performance Manager Tom DeBenedictus. Tom, welcome. Uh, it was a massive day uh, on Sunday. Uh, some 388 uh, players were present and 372 tested, so you certainly had your hands full. Yeah, it's a big day. Um... But uh, credit to everyone that helped us out, especially um, plenty of university students from both UniSA, Flinders Uni, a couple of Torrens Uni staff, um, and then the guys from Melbourne, Rookie Me, as well. Like, it's definitely something we couldn't do without all the sets of hands that we have. But um, mm. yeah, it's a good day. It's impressive seeing that many people come through all on one day. Um, yeah. And it's even better when it does run smoothly. And it's hard to uh, highlight uh, so many great performances just by looking at the top tens in each um, uh, category, I guess. So we will chat uh, a little bit more broadly than the top tens um, in a minute. Uh, But to start with, let's have a look at some of the better performers in terms of being right at the top of their uh, chosen category. And I guess the one that jumps off the page is um, from an all-round perspective is Sid Draper from South Adelaide, uh, the midfielder. He... Yeah, just tremendous. Obviously, uh, really strong time with uh, 7.8 seconds in the agility test. Uh, also tested really well in the 20-metre sprint with 2.94 seconds. And then his versatility was shown off in the yo-yo uh, with 21.5. Yeah, so um, for a bottom-age kid to sort of finish top 10 in three different tests, is it's pretty impressive. Um, he's a very well-rounded athlete and you can sort of tell that by the way he plays very quick and powerful mm. so definitely be an exciting one to watch Speaking of powerful, Tyler Welsh obviously looks like that type of player and played like it uh, in the under 16 grand final last year for Woodville West Torrens he's a strong marking key forward but he was right up the top with a 20 metre sprint with 2.92. Yeah, he was, which was really impressive. Um, and to go along with that as well, yeah, running sub three second 20 metre sprints, pretty impressive, um, or very impressive, I should say. But both his agility and his running jumps um, also sort of rank him up there in the top 20% on the day as well. Mm. Um, so we classify that up towards elite. So okay. again, he's another one sort of similar to Sid, those bottom ages mm. that are very well rounded and yeah, it will be exciting to watch. Uh, winner of the yo-yo test was Josh Costa of North Adelaide with 21.7, who edged out Nicholas Schroeder and Bo Ryan with 21.6. Yeah, all very impressive scores. Um, so for anyone that can sort of get up into that 21s, mm-hmm. um, that's where sort of everyone starts to take a lot of notice. Yeah. Um, so they're very good scores. Um, we did have Max Blacker last year who set the national record um, for the year, so it'll be interesting to see once all the other scores mm. come in um, how the South Australian boys have gone. It certainly will. Uh, we have heard the name uh, quite a bit already, and of course he played for the Torrens University SA Under-18 team last year as a bottom major, but Ashton Moyer, uh, not really a, a very much of a surprise that he won the running vertical jump from the right foot with 92 centimetres. Yeah, so again, he's um, a very well-rounded athlete. Um, as a bottom major last year, he was, um, I think he ranked in the top three for best performers across the whole board. Um, and he'd be up there again this year, I have no doubt. So he was also a sub three second, 20 meter sprint. 
he had, like you said, a 92-centimetre running vertical jump, mm -hmm. um, 65 centimetres standing vertical jump. Um, so just across the board, like just physical weapons everywhere to go along yeah. with this game. So, yeah. yeah, it's looking good. Then fellow AFL Academy member Kane McAuliffe is uh, a midfielder, but a bit of a surprise with running vertical jump off the right foot ended up with 89 centimetres. Yeah, so Kane's a bit of a powerhouse. Um, mm. So across the board, all of his jumps, standing and running, were really, really impressive. Mm. Um, he's a good one in that he can jump really well both left and right foot. So typically okay. guys tend to favour one mm. foot. Um, so if you think about like a basketball layup, if you're yep. right-hand dominant, you'd typically be better on your left foot. Yes. Um, whereas Kane was actually really similar, um, which is good. Another sub three second 20 meter sprint, um, and he got a 21.1 in that yo-yo. So like I said, mm -hmm. once you get into those 21s, um, so again, Kane, uh, just a powerful, um, quick, and aerobically as well, really good. So yeah. again, another well-rounded athlete for us. And a couple of uh, lesser known guys from Glenelg winning the other two jump categories in Isaiah Keane with a 79 centimeter vertical jump, uh, standing vertical jump, and then um, Harry Francis on the left foot finished with 94 centimetres. Yeah, so Harry was a really good one as well. So, um, yeah, he placed top 10 for the running jump left foot. But, um, mm. yeah, also similar to Kane on his right foot, has got an 82 centimetre running jump from that foot. Mm. Um, so when he's already 195 centimetres tall, <laughs> um, when you take into account his reach and his running jump, it's, um, yeah, he's, it would be good to see him sort of flying across um, the back of packs and yeah. hopefully taking some marks for the South Australian state team this year. It's a great segue there in terms of talking about a player's size and, and what they can manage to post in a certain category because if they're, um, I guess, a little bit on the taller side, then it's understandable they're not going to necessarily be right up there with a the 20-metre sprint. And I guess Will Patton's a good example of that. He's um, very highly... Uh, thought about in terms of his ranking but um, tell us about how he went on the day. Yeah so Will went really well he's improved massively from um, this time last year so he posted a 3.03 second 20 meter sprint so just almost breaking that three second mark mm -hmm. that everyone looks for for the midfielders um, but like you said for someone that's 192 centimeters tall it's mm -hmm. that's moving pretty quick. Um, and he also had some really good jumps as well. So okay. um, he posted sort of the mid to high 70 centimetres for his running jumps, um, which again, for someone that's 190 centimetres tall, can be very handy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Definitely. it's exciting. Who were some of the other guys that were perhaps uh, knocking on the door but didn't quite crack the top 10, but still posted something incredibly uh, respectful for where they're at. Yeah, so one of the um, taller boys again, so Braden Rackwell from Norwood <laughs> Football Club. Um, so 189 centimetres tall. Um, and he actually ran a three second flat 20 metre sprint. Mm. Um, so again, almost there. Um, and also had an 8.33 second agility test. So anything down towards sort of eight seconds for the agility yeah. is will put you in the sort of upper um, class at the National mm. Combine, so he's in a really good position as well. Um, will McCabe as well was another one of the taller boys, um, so he measured in at 196 centimetres. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, which yeah is impressive. Uh, but he ran a twenty-one point two um, shuttle, Jeez. Uh, yo-yo test, which is really good. Mm. Um, and then to go along with that, had a three point zero six twenty-meter sprint. Okay, um, wow. So as well as all those powerful sort of smaller midfielders that we spoke mm. about, there's some tall timber coming through that both um, mm. quick. Um, can jump and can also cover the ground pretty well. So and he's incredibly versatile, Will, because obviously he won the uh, South Australian MVP award at the Under-16 National Championships as an overager last year. Um, if he grew a couple of centimetres, perhaps he could be a lead ruck. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be an interesting Especially with one. that aerobic capacity, yeah. he'd get around the ground well. Yeah, not sure if he's got much ruck work in his um, <laughs> history, but yeah, he's starting to get up there. It's um, We thought after last year and all the 200-centimetre tall players mm. we'd have, we might have a bit of a lack of height, but mm. it looks like this year there might be a bit of talent going around again still. Yeah. Were there any, um, from your point of view, Tom, uh, improvers or someone that just sort of deserves a good pat on the back in terms of, um, making some giant strides in terms of where they perhaps were at 12 months ago? Uh, Will Rowlands um, really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tested as a 16-year-old um, and tested really, really well. And then last year missed out testing, um, I believe, due to injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this year, like he showed us his athleticism. Um, okay. So he was a sub three second, 20 meter spring. 87 centimetre running vertical jump, um, an 8.2 agility test as well. Mm. So some really, really impressive times there. Um, Lucas Slade from Sturt Mm -hmm. um, also showed us some really good improvements across the board. Um, Pretty much every single physical test, um, he improved him by a fair bit as well, which is really promising. Um, and then another guy that sort of flies under the radar a bit, Locke Rawlinson, again mm-hmm. from Sturt, one of Lucas' teammates. Um, really well-rounded athlete. Yeah. Um, goes about his business. Um, but, yeah, sub three-second, 20-metre sprint, an 8.2 agility, a 21.2 yo-yo. Um, mm, they're very and a, solid. Yeah, yeah, good standing jump to go along with it as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting. There's some really, really strong athletes going around in the sample at the moment. So, yeah, fingers crossed, it's a sign of good things to come. And just overall, uh, what's the general, uh, I guess, premise for having this testing day at this time of year? What do you sort of collate in terms of your data and how do you use it ongoing? Yeah, so it's it's a really big and important day for not just the sample, but also the AFL. Um, so, from a sample perspective, we use this data then just to... Have a look across the comp, see how teams are going team to team, mm-hmm. um, and then historically as a competition to see if there's any trends and yeah. what we could do to sort of help specific clubs or if there's something we need to do across the whole comp. Um, and then the data is also sent to AFL clubs. Um, so this is pretty much where AFL clubs start building their player profiles. Yeah. Um, so they'll start identifying players that have specific physical attributes that they might be looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, or it will be to continue tracking some of these boys. Yeah. Um, so some of the guys we've been talking about would have been on clubs' radars for two, maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll already have two years' worth of data for those boys and yeah. they'll be able to add this year's to it and see whether or not they're continuing their improvement. Cool. 
Tom, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing how the boys develop uh, throughout the year and certainly when it comes combine testing time again, seeing some big strides made. Thanks for having me, Zach.